Good morning. This is um, Madhavi Ram speaking and it's 9.30 or 9.34 actually. Time for your weekly meditation for with the Sahaja Yoga Meditation on 2SER 107.3 FM. So today in the studio I have uh, Marcus with me and also Sanjay who is helping us on the panel. Today we'll be talking about the Guru Principle as today is Guru Nanak's birthday. He was an enlightened guru who came on this earth in 1469 in Punjab in India. He was the founder of the Sikh religion. He came to create understanding. He came to create unity between religions, especially between Hindus and Muslims. The aspect of guru principle resides in a subtle system in a stomach area. And this area is called the void. It is the area of mastership. Without mastership, without discipline upon ourselves, we cannot meditate, truly meditate. Before we are able to meditate, we need to get to the source, otherwise it does not flow. We try to stop our thoughts, but we can't. We cannot meditate. We have to be in meditation. To reach um, this state, we have to go deep down within ourselves and ask for our self-realization, which is the awakening of an energy which resides deep within ourselves in a sacrum bone. This energy can be awakened with our pure desire, our pure desire to get into the true state of meditation, a state of thoughtless awareness, of mental silence. This Kundalini energy rises along the spine till the fontanelle area on the top of the head. And when this Kundalini energy reaches the fontanelle, we get our self-realization. We get the awakening of our Kundalini. We get to know ourselves. We realize that we are not this mind. We are not these conditionings, these emotions, this body, but a pure spirit. Here are um, some quotes from Guru Nanak. Very beautiful quote, just before we, we get into our first uh, meditation. Guru Nanak said, Let the body be chaste, virginal pure. Let faith in God be the staff on which you learn. Let brotherhood with every man on earth be the highest aspiration of your yogic order. Know that to subdue the mind is to conquer the whole world. Rare are such men in this world who, after testing, God had gathered into his treasury. They had rid themselves of the bonds of caste and color and given up greed and minus imbued with a name. They have become sacred, sacred places full of purity, having put an end to the dirt and misery of egoism. Nanaka washes the feet of such God-oriented saints, in whose hearts is enshrined the true one. So, if you would like to just uh, discover the inner self, the true one that Guru Nanak um, was talking about, it's a, there is a simple way um, to reach this self within our, within our heart is to get our self-realization as I was describing before. It takes around, you know, 10 minutes or so and Marcus is going to guide you through. It's a simple process. You just have to sit quietly 
on a chair on the ground, remove your shoes so that your feet can be in contact with the earth, was amazing properties of absorbing all the tensions that we have within our subtle system. And keep your hands on your lap, palms up, and Marcus is going to guide you through. So we'll be putting our attention on the different aspects of um, our subtle system which exist in the same places as our nervous system. So we can just put our attention on um, different aspects which I'll describe to you now. We put our attention or if uh, we're not driving, if we're quietly sitting at home, we can put our hand on these energy centres and uh, the first thing we'll do is just put the left hand up, palm up in our lap and with the right hand we can just put that on our heart and here we can ask, we can close our eyes and just ask within ourselves a question to this energy which is flowing within ourselves which is at the flows from the base of the spine to the top of the head and is known by many names including kundalini energy so here we can just ask within ourselves to this kundalini energy mother kundalini am i the pure spirit am i this pure consciousness just within ourselves we can ask this question a few times Placing our hand in the upper part of the stomach on the left hand side, so that's the right hand, just slightly towards the left on the upper part of the stomach on the left hand side. And here we can just ask a question to this Kundalini energy. We can ask this question, Mother Kundalini, am I my own teacher? Am I my own master? Placing the hand at the lower part of the stomach on the left hand side. Also if we're driving we can just put our attention there. And here we can just ask ourselves the question to this Kundalini energy. Mother Kundalini, please may I have the pure knowledge. Mother Kundalini, please may I have the pure knowledge. Raising our hand up to the upper part of the stomach again, 
on the left hand side or else putting our attention there and here we can just confirm the question we asked ourselves before so with full confidence in ourselves we say Mother Kundalini I am my own master Mother Kundalini I am my own teacher again onto our heart and here we can just confirm the question we asked ourselves before we can just say mother kundalini i am the pure spirit i am the pure consciousness Raising our hand to the corner of the neck on the left hand side or else putting our attention on the spot. And this is another energy center we have within ourselves. And here we can just say to this Kundalini energy, Mother Kundalini, I am not guilty. So if we've done any mistake, instead of dwelling on it and thinking about it over and over and over, we should just see it as a learning experience the next time, and not to feel guilty and dwell about it all the time. So here we say, Mother Kundalini, I am not guilty. Just placing our hand across our forehead and here within ourselves we can just say Mother Kundalini I forgive everyone in general including myself so to get into that state of meditation where we're completely alert and aware but without any thought it's important to forgive to forgive ourselves and also to forgive others Otherwise, we think about them all the time, or we think about something we've done, and we can't enjoy the present moment. So it's important to just let go of anything that troubles us. At least for this moment, we can say, Mother Kundalini, I forgive everyone in general, including myself. Just raise our hand, just push back our fingers and put, put the center of the hand on the fontanelle bone area on top of our head. 
And we'll just massage slowly our scalp in a clockwise direction. And here we can ask this energy that resides at the base of our spine to rise up through our nerve plexuses to the top of the head and connect us with ourself, with the spirit. So here we can just say, as we massage our scalp, Mother Kundalini, please give me self-realization. Mother Kundalini, please give me self-realization. inches above the top of our head. Let's see if we can feel a cool or could be warm breeze coming from the top of the head. If it's warm what the Kundalini is doing is just pushing out any obstruction and then as you meditate for some time it'll change into coolness. And also see how we feel on our hands. If we feel any cool breeze-like sensation. We can also put that hand back in our lap, palm up, and just try with the other hand a few inches above the top of our head. See if we can feel any coolness coming. We can now just place both our hands in our lap. Just be in that meditative state where we're completely alert and aware, but without any thought. And if a thought does come, you just don't think about it further, you just let it pass by. And once again, be in that state of the present moment. Completely alert and aware, but just without thought. Just enjoying that relaxing feeling.
I hope you enjoyed your experience of meditation and you could get into that silent state within. So, around our stomach area we have what we call the void and uh, when we were talking about this previously we um, uh, we were asking ourselves the question about being our own master so this is a principle of the um, this area in it within ourselves that we can experience and we'll be talking a little bit more about today it's a principle of the guru within ourselves and uh, we can we can feel that principle within ourselves in our day-to-day -day life when we master something within ourselves we feel that principle of the guru and it's like the ocean this principle of the guru it's like the ocean that washes away everything and makes ourselves become our own master it washes away any obstructions that we may have it soothes us down and it brings us higher into a higher state. You're right, Marcus. Um, and it's, it's quite interesting. We are lucky in Sydney to be close to the ocean. Uh, we can go to the ocean and if you have a chance to, to go for a swim or to walk uh, on a seashore or just to sit and meditate there, you will definitely notice that um, Everything that's uh, affecting you uh, is just washed away. Uh, we have this principle of the ocean in this void area, which is the area of the principle of the guru within ourselves, in the stomach area. It's a big circle which is formed uh, by um, the Swadhisthana chakra, which is the second chakra, turning around the third chakra, the Nabi chakra, and forming a big circle. And it's quite interesting because the principle of mastership of the guru, the teacher, and also the disciple, the student, resides in this um, area of ourselves. And it's important to, to have this uh, uh, principle cleared as much as possible uh, in order to um, be you know, quite um, balanced because the balance also comes from the gravity of the guru within ourselves. If we are uh, agitated, uh, if for small reasons we lose our temper, um, you know, this uh, shows in a way that uh, this principle of the, the guru is um, uh, not established. And through regular meditation, what happens is that the, the Kundalini uh, rising up along the spine will fill up this gap. 
in our social system there is a gap from the Swadhisthana chakra to just under the heart and which is also called the vagus nerve and that's why we before this energy is awakened we easily can just be trapped in this ocean of illusion in the materialism in uh, you know thinking about the essential things in our life which is food shelter and so on once this energy is awakened all these needs are catered for and attention can rise higher it's like a bridge has been formed to cross this ocean of illusion and attention can go to our heart and within our heart reside a spirit we attracted to higher um, uh, you know thoughts and desires and our meditation and enhanced because we know that everything else our well-being and everything else is looked after so we can just go deeper in our meditations we are going to listen to uh, a song which is um, you know very very um, nice I like it very much it's called Drive uh, by Vimala and um, you know this feeling within ourselves this energy within ourselves is like driving us home you know it's a home which is much higher and very blissful so let's enjoy this song
Hope you enjoyed that song. We will now listen to a talk given by the founder of Sahaja Yoga, Srimadaji Nimaladevi. Srimadaji is uh, in her 80s and she's uh, constantly uh, travelling the world, teaching people about meditation and giving people the practical experience. So meditation is not just uh, talking about meditation, but it's actually the experience, which is what Srimadaji gives to different people from different cultures, different religions all around the world so that they can understand themselves better and become better people. So we'll listen to a talk where Shimadji speaks about this principle of the master mastery within ourselves. The world guru comes from the one which is magnetic, the person who is magnetic, the one which attracts the attention of the seekers, is the guru. Also it means the heaviness or you can say a person who is very steady, who is very deep, who has the knowledge and who can act like the Mother Earth. For the power of magnetism in the Mother Earth also is called as magnetic, but in Sanskrit is Gurutvakarshan, means the <coughs> attraction of the heaviness of the Mother Earth. But actually it is a power of the Mother Earth that makes us stand properly on our legs. When it is rotating with such a tremendous speed, otherwise we would be all thrown away. With that velocity that she's moving, we are still attached or we are one in our balance is only because she has gravity. This gravity has to be in a guru. 
gravity means a kind of a serious understanding of oneself and one's own responsibilities. So a guru has to be very steady. In these modern times people are very mobile, all the time agitated, all the time getting disturbed. The small things happening here and there, they get disturbed. They meet people who are not of any quality, then they get disturbed. These disturbing qualities come from our deficiency in our gravity. A person who has gravity doesn't get depressed, neither get excited, nor get overly enthusiastic, nor is he very sad or unhappy. So he is in the center, he is in the center of his being. But how do we become the guru? That is very important for Sahaja Yogis to understand. Many have felt that they are gurus, they have tried to behave in a funny manner and have lost their guru position. First and foremost thing for Sahaja Yogis it is important that they must have introspection. They must watch themselves. If a person uh, runs about changing because the fashion has come, because people have suppressed them or have asked them just to please people of cheap values. If a person changes, then he cannot be a guru. He has to station itself. Without introspection you will not know. You will never remember what you have done wrong, nor will you think of what you have to do right. But that is only possible if you go on improving yourself. That was a, a very interesting talk by Srimadajini Maladevi in 1998 on the Guru principle. And um, the Guru also means the preceptor, means the, the thing which is higher or stronger than the gravity of Mother Earth, as Srimadajini mentioned. Srimadajini also uh, mentioned that we have to rise above the gravitational force of materialism. The Guru has gravity, weight, weight of character, dignity, is caring of others and avoids anger, temper, cheap behavior. And the job of a Guru is to give balance to others because he has himself achieved the balance 
the absolute balance. And he works through radiation. It's quite an interesting concept. If um, this principle of the, the guru is established within oneself, just the presence of such a person can bring balance in others. And this is the subtlety of the principle of the guru. The changing our attention from a material level to a spiritual one requires knowledge of the truth and how to live it. In order for us to learn this way of life, many prophets and teachers and gurus have come over the time. Teachers who showed and taught of this passage through the void or the sea of illusion to show us how to rise above material aspects are great personalities such as Abraham, Moses, Socrates, Lao Confucius, Sri Janaka, Sri Zarastra, Prophet Muhammad, Sri Nanaka, and Sri Sainath of Shirdi. Through the practice of Sahaja Yoga, we look to all these great masters for guidance and knowledge of the divine statutes, and we can verify the truth of their knowledge through our new vibratory awareness. The teaching of genuine teachers emit cool vibrations. We can also see in these vibrations when we meditate anything that is good for our spirit, anything which is true, anything that is one with nature, one with reality, gives us a feeling of cool vibrations. Anything that uh, goes against that, generally what will happen as we meditate, the vibrations will become hot and can even stop. And this is something that's quite important because it allows us to become our own guru. So we're not relying on a mental plane where we're having ideas and uh, we can argue ideas, but we're relying on a spiritual plane where we start to feel what we call the vibrations. And you develop another sense in a way that you become receptive to this, these vibrations. You can feel them in your day-to-day -day life. And it's like having another sense. And you can actually start to feel in your day-to-day -day life as you're doing things, as different ideas come, what sort of vibrations those ideas have and whether they're beneficial for your own spirit or not. And based on that, you become your own master because you can choose what to do and what not to do. No one has to tell you. That's very true, Marcus. Uh, that's why um, uh, we ask <coughs> when we um, one desire self-realization and say, you know, you ask first, am I my own master? But once the Kundalini is awakened, you affirm, I am my own master. And as you just mentioned truly, Marcus, it's through the vibrations that you can verify what's right or wrong. And one of the the proud old masters uh, you mentioned is, and we mentioned at the beginning, is Guru, Guru Nanak. And Shimanaji uh, talked about him. And in 79, she mentioned then a great personality like Guru Nanak came on this earth and he said that all these nonsensical things are not what Kundalini is. And she quoted, the Kundalini is your mother 
and she rises without any trouble through different chakras. So Guru Nanak talked about a Kundalini and a Kundalini awakening and the mother principle. Uh, one day Shimanaji was traveling with a lady and she said, I was traveling from London and there was one Indian lady who came to see me and she said, I was surprised to see your disciples, their faces were shining with such light. I've never seen a disciple like that. Shimadaji asked her, Who are you? She replied, I'm married in Guru Nanak's family and all the people in his family are just the opposite of what Sri Guru Nanak was. So I said, Because they worship Sri Ganesha. So she said, In our family nobody worships Sri Ganesh. Shimadaji said, It cannot be possible. How is it? They believe in the Niraka, the formless god of Chaitanya. But who is the source of that Chaitanya? Why don't they find out who is the source? So they said that Nanak has only talked up to this point. He has not talked about the source. And Shimadaji said, better find out because in this book, maybe something has been taken away. And then somebody gave Shimadaji a passage where he had described the innocence, the deity of Shiganesha also. He had described that the whole creation was done by the mother and not by the father. It's very surprising because for people who don't believe in the forms of God always talk of father, not of the mother. And it's true also about Christianity, about Islam, about the Jews. Also, it was mentioned that um, uh, the one who supported um, Guru Nanak and explained also Sahajiga in a very good way was the great personality of Kabira. Kabira was a poet and described everything about Kundalini but in poetry. But here we have a poem by Marcus who wrote a beautiful poem about uh, the mother. What patience and compassion has a mother watching and gently gently correcting her children. The simplicity of her way to exist soothes the complex and nourishes us all. Like a fresh wind blowing our self-created cobwebs away to reveal our true identity which has been hiding. Because who else could there be but the mother who is the highest of all and all? That's very nice, Marcus, a very nice poem. Um, so we're going to listen to, to a talk uh, by uh, Sri Mataji Niamaladevi, who is the, uh, the founder of Sahaja Yoga, as we mentioned before. And in this talk, uh, Sri Mataji explained how the Guru was um, in the past, how uh, the Guru um, were, you know, how not so compassionate were the gurus in the past. They, they had to be very, very strict. So it's going to be an um, uh, interesting talk. And I would like maybe to invite you to put your hands on your lap while you're listening to this talk and verify in your hands what you feel. Just become aware of the way your subtle system is um, uh, registering or feeling about um, the talk of Shimaraji. You might just feel a cool breeze in the center of your palm or you might feel relaxed. So try to be in meditation while you're listening to this talk. And we will also follow this talk by another meditation which will focus more on the void. So let's listen to uh, the talk of Shimalaji. 
The system started long time back in India. I think even at the time of Patanjali, maybe even earlier, when they were great seekers and their gurus were sitting in the jungles where they used to get uh, permission to go there and then they would get their realization, very few of them, one or two. So we had many rishis and munis in the olden times in India. So this system of guru started. Also one of the reasons is that, that there is no organized religion in India. There is no popes, there are no priests, nothing like that. They have priests just uh, for worshipping in the temples, but for giving realization, for talking about higher life, they all had to go to very great realized souls. <coughs> and it was absolutely the freedom of the guru whom to accept, whom not to accept. And everybody was tested thoroughly by the guru if they are capable of achieving Self-realization. And this test was so hard, so difficult and also to a point of cruelty that very few could pass through that test. It's not like Sahaja Yoga, everybody is a Sahaja Yoga, it's not like that. That of course made it a very narrow margin for people to achieve their realization. And these guru never used to leave their own seats, they called it takya. They would be there in their own place. All those who would like to go to him could come. If he allowed, then only they can meet. You may go for miles together, nothing no obligations of the guru that he should meet you. <coughs> Perhaps they didn't feel that love and compassion for the seekers. They didn't understand that these seekers are ardently seeking the truth and they should not suffer. That may be the reason they were <coughs> not so much concerned. All the time they were testing their disciples. Even Ramadas, who was the guru of Shivaji, was testing even Shivaji for so many times, though he was a born realized. So to get this Guru Pada to position of a guru, after that they had to work very, very hard to achieve a state of a saint. But in Sahaja Yoga that is not the case, as you know. I just thought if people get their realization, they'll see for themselves what's wrong with them. Indeed. 
it has been very very easy to get a self-realization and to become our own master to get there to improve um, this principle of mastership with, within ourselves it was spontaneous which is the meaning of Sahaj it's very easy it's effortless it's just through introspection and regular practice of meditation you can see yourself like in a mirror and once you see what needs to be changed the kundalini within yourself is organizing everything for things to change it can take time it's a work of patience it's a natural process but it does work and is always with a lot of love and compassion so we are very lucky, very fortunate in Sahaja Yoga to uh, get to this stage without much hardship and no hardship at all. So if you would like to, to deepen your experience of this meditation, uh, for the next 10 minutes or so we are going to have a final meditation. So sit again in a comfortable position, your hands on your lap, and we are going to just... Uh, meditate on this principle of the, the, the Guru. So we keep our hands on our lap to begin with. We take a few deep breaths. And again we're going to just uh, meditate with a beautiful raga which is for the void in particular, the rag mal counts, and also with the sound of the sea. So we put our hands on the ground or towards the ground if you're sitting on a chair. So we start by meditating on the first chakra which is the base of our solar system. We are very lucky in Australia because the Earth has a very strong level of gravity. I still remember the first time I sat on the land of Australia. I never felt so much gravity within myself. So here we ask to Mother Earth with a lot of humility from our heart Please Mother Earth establish within me the qualities of gravity and innocence of wisdom of balance
back on our lap. Now we're going to place our right hand stretching our fingers and we place our, the center of our palm on our belly button so our hand is covering more or less the whole area of the void. And here we ask our Kundalini. Kundalini energy, please clear my void. Please clear everything within myself that's obstructing, affecting my spiritual ascent. What we had to realize is that our mind, our ego especially, our superego also, are created from any problem gathered from all this area of the void. Any problem we may have in some of the organs or the chakras around the void are affecting us and everything is gathered in our mind. So we think that our thoughts come from our brain, but they originate from lower chakras. So we need to meditate and clear these chakras in order to lighten up our mind and reduce our thoughts. So again we ask here, Kundalini energy, please clear my void. Help me to become my own master. Give me the qualities of gravity, dignity, balance. self-control. Qualities of caring for others. Teach me also the quality of silence. The power of silence within. Now we place the center of our palm on the chakra on the top of our head and ask again to establish the state of meditation, total awareness and mental silence. So when we bring our right hand back on our lap, we just desire to stay in silence. To really feel the full benefits of this awakening of the Kundalini and the Sahaja Yoga meditation. Bring your right hand back on your lap.